When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Adrian Brzezenko here from the Sydney Morning Herald. We've got Scotty Sattler as well, and we're about to be joined in the back line by a fellow called the Reptilian, the Reptile. Hmm. Now, just a disclaimer, listener, he is a South Sydney fan, the Reptile, and the topic he wants to talk about is Joseph Swali'i, so I'll take a dollar one that is not of the positive variety. Hello, Reptile. G'day, Shaggers. How you going? <laughs> is it correct, Wait, Am I right? Uh, oh, mate, go to your ticket booth now, mate. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Play on. Okay. I want to talk about Joseph. Actually, our NRL is a little bit trickle and a bit egotistic sometimes. I love rugby league. But I, my uncle used to play for South Sydney, um, was uh, on the sidelines for many years, was a life member before he died, Tom Cocky. Um, he... Um, so I was at a dinner with my auntie celebrating that he's passing a few others and all that. And I was talking to a club official and he's found, I won't name the name, but he's found it so funny that rugby league thinks Sawali's coming back to rugby league. He will not come back. He said he used rugby league to get his dollars for rugby union. He went to a bigger stage in rugby league to push his weight. He said he loved when they negotiated the contract with him. He said it was so many clauses he wanted for rugby union. He said that's why they just went, no, you better go. We can't do this. We can't pay you that money. And he makes it, Reptile makes a good point because when you leave school, the next step is, yeah, you can play Sydney rugby. Yep. And then it's super rugby. Now, was were, were they thinking maybe, or was he thinking maybe he's too young for super rugby where you get the, the you know, you get the, glo- the global or the, you know, the Australian, New Zealand coverage. Yep. But you can go to the NRL, and there's a fair chance if you get into a good club like the Roosters or South, where he, where he's the two clubs he's been at, that you do you do get that coverage. Mm. You do play rugby league. You are on the screens every week, and and Reptile makes a pretty good point. Mm. Will, will you work with a bloke daily, Matty Rogers? Matty Rogers, yeah. You know, has he got a view on what he thinks? We, we, we honestly don't know. And he doesn't think Suwali. Last time I spoke to Rat, he doesn't think Suwali will come back. He mm. just thinks he'll he'll get he'll love what the global game gives you in a sense of World Cups and British Lions yep. tours and and uh, Bledisloe's that it becomes infectious. What what I'd ask Reptile is that Swali was a South Sydney Rabbitoh and ultimately he left the club because they balked at the clauses the clause. that he yeah. wanted. He wanted constant get-out clauses in yep. each year of his deal. In hindsight, would do you reckon the club made a mistake in not granting him those clauses and, and keeping him at Redfern? Or Heffron as it is now. Yes, Heffron. <laughs> no. no, I think they did the right call. Look, he's a great player. You can't take that away from him. But look at that team in the moment. We've got Isaac Thompson doing great things, and he runs out of the backfield are awesome. We've got we've got Alex Johnson. You know, the other side he takes care of when he when he's down the other twenty meters. And we've got Campbell Graham, who I believe should be in the Origin side, and Turbo should go to the wing. And there's your thing. I mean, Graham is just playing too good a football to leave him out. And we've got 
yeah, Isaac Taff. So we got we got a perfect back line. We we didn't need him. You know what? Um, Campbell Graham is absolutely in the picture. There's no doubt about that, Reptile. We've got to keep moving on, though. Uh, he's got a good problem on his hands, that's for sure. It's going to be an elite back five, whichever way he goes, the great Brad Fittler. Ryan's on the line from uh, Menai, I believe. G'day, Ryan. Hey, boys. How you doing? Good. Good, Ryan. Just um, just on this Suali'i thing, I'm, I'm sort of – I think a lot of us are just sort of in the boat thinking that he, he signed this massive deal for rugby and, and obviously he's the real deal, but – I'm just not sure. I think maybe we're jumping the gun. He's he's not the real deal at the moment, is he? I mean, he was caught a bit a bit hiding last night at Shark Park. He wasn't in the conversations last year ahead of Tupo, ahead of Fox, ahead of Brian Toto. And I'm just not sure what he's done this year to warrant having to be in, in the selection frame. I mean, even if you look at Jacob Kraz at the Bulldogs, who's going for 200 metres a game, and he's also actually playing on the wing. I don't get why. We're still talking about Suali'i, who's, you know, not showing too much of an improvement since last year, playing out in the centres and, and evidently not getting involved as much as he was last year. Yeah, 19 years of age, I can see. We, yeah. we sometimes forget how, how young they are and they're still learning how to play the game. And he's he's playing three positions. He's playing centre. They yep. throw him on the wing. He'll throw him at fullback sometimes. And at 19, it's probably the best way to to get a bit of a taste, just to drip feed you into the game and um, and find out what position they show the best attributes for. But if he was solely on the wing, he'd be he'd be punching up some really big numbers. Yeah. Even even a side that's that gets beaten last night, he'd he'd still be punching big numbers. He's a good target for crossfield kicks. He's yeah, I think again from an origin style and, and an origin um an origin background and what it's built on. He would. Th- I think he would thrive in that condition. People- I, I, t- I agree with this, AP. Now, with Sats, now 19. So if you went through all the great players, what he's producing at 19, mm. yes, it's not James Tedesco honesty every week, but he's 19. James Tedesco wasn't doing that at 19. Well, they, Na- okay. Nobody was. No, that's right. Yep. That's that's exactly right, Sats. Um, so I agree with that. Yep. But he does make a very good point, Ryan, on, on Kiraz. Mm. That kid's mm. flying. He is. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. is. The, the other thing is, too, because we're, we've already ascribed the $1.6 million tag to Joseph Soli. Now, that's not now. He's not getting paid that now. No. He will be in a couple of years. By the time he, he gets to rugby, he'll probably be worth that. And in terms of Rugby Australia, they've already got their return on that. Like They so struggle to move the needle, mm. and yet the appointment of Eddie Jones and most of the stuff that he – the headlines that he has generated has been through a rugby league prism – and same with, with Joseph, like they've got their return on investment already. Yeah. And the good part about Origin now also is once upon a time you just picked your 18 and then we all sat back and went, wow, he missed out, he missed yeah, out, yeah. what about him? But now they've got these emerging squads and they've got this you know, the extended squad of 21 and Jacob Kiraz, they might say, you know, we think you're ready, but we think he's maybe a little bit ahead of you. But you know what? You're going to spend the whole camp with us. Yeah. And what he's going to garnish from that and it gives us the ability now as, as supporters when we try and pick our teams, you go, well, yeah, maybe not this year, but at least he's on the radar. He might be next year. And it it sort of appeases a lot of people when they're in these squads. Yeah. It's also that whole debate about which type of player each state goes for. So we're talking about Corey Horsburgh and Billy Slater's been impressed with what he's been doing lately. And it's all that, you know, would he even be on the radar even of New South Wales selectors? Like you look like a, a bloke like Alan Tung – 
if he was a Queenslander, he would have played Origin. I've got no doubt. Yeah, you know, but, but, but he he's he like doesn't even, Johnson wasn't he? A hundred percent. And he's not even like we don't even our, our head doesn't go there. No, he's not that sort of you know dynamic bloke or whatever else. You know, Jake Trebojevic missed game one of last year. He would have been the first one picked for Queensland. And further to that, and I I think exactly like you, AP, Ruben Cotter, who was one of oh. Queensland's best, no, wouldn't have got anywhere near our New South Wales side last no way. year. Would he, no Ruben chance. Cotter? Mm. That's what I was, did. I said on. On the show last week, where, and I know some people on Twitter said oh, I don't qualify because I'm a Queensland fan, but, <laughs> uh, but I, I just I, I feel as though that New South Wales sometimes do pick people who are in form, yes, just in form, and not always. No, um, I mean Freddie knows more than us when it comes to rugby league, but um, but yeah, sometimes in history, history has told us they'll pick players in form, recency bias, but then they get to a Wednesday yeah. night at Suncorp or or Arcor or whatever it is, and. And it might not be. Yep. Ryan, thank you. Sorry, Ryan. Ryan asked the question. We had him <laughs> sit there. Let's just scoot up to Caloundra briefly. Uh, Josh is there. Hey, Josh. Hey, boys. How are we? Hey, Josh. Good, Joshy. That's good. Hey, listen, um, and I don't know if it went down to New South Wales, but Mal on the uh, SNQ up here brought up a really good thing uh, regards these contracts and stuff. Look, Swiley getting 1.6, wonderful. But what Mal was talking about was that's on his potential now and not potentially what he's going to have on his back end, which I've never even thought about it that way, but I think it's a great way to think about it. If he does want to come back to rugby league, which who knows if he does, will he cop a five hundred or $600,000 contract in five or six years' time? Like It'll be interesting to see. We're also talking about numbers now. So what the salary cap was yeah. last year... It's like we're, we're you know, adding 22% on. And again, that's going to continually go up. So, you know, at the, as I said, at the moment, 1.6 seems really steep, but that, that might be what a marquee player, you know, goes for in either code in, in two or three years. So, mm. um, yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point you make. Well, and, and on that, Socky will join us after two o'clock, but he was talking about, you know, we're not too far away having the first female cricketer on a million dollars a year. Yep. So it's all in front of us. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, Kira's 21. What he's producing at 21 is also elite. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Um, we're going to go... All right, let's go to the Pedro. Hello, Pedro. Good afternoon, boys. How are we going? Good. Guys, um, just a quick one on Suwali. The last caller is right. It's, it's um, Suwali's been uh, given that contract on potential. And and that's the punt you've got to take. Just like Cronulla did when they got Nico up, who hadn't played in the halves, he ends up winning the Dally M mm. and was the difference last night. I think no one would uh, disagree on that. So, yeah, sometimes you've got to take a punt on players and, and people saying that he's doing nothing. Well, as you said, Sats, he's been, or Joel, he's been bouncing around from position to position, so he hasn't been able to settle. Um on, on last night's game, Joel, you, you've sent something out on Twitter about the amount of teams that have uh, lost or haven't won after there's been a sin bin. And I think it, and I, <laughs> it is sour grapes, let me tell you. Mm. Um, but we, I think we've got to a stage now where 10 minutes is just too long. The game's just too fast and, and teams are just too, too good with a uh, player missing off the field that, and I don't know what the answer is, whether it's a five minute, um, for, for something like, uh, last night with Fletch, which, which is an accident. Let's face it. It was still, it was, it was a hip drop. It's a hip drop, but it was an accident, maybe five. I don't know whether it's 
that or until the other team scores. That's the one, Pedro. But we can't. That's the one I've been pushing. It is it's ten minutes, or if the opposing team scores a try, whichever happens first. We're wrecking games with ten minutes, and it's not just reflected on the scoreboard. It's how much taxing in the field position you give up in that time. Well, we're seeing a correction in the game, I think, at the moment. Like You think that 10 minutes that Jacob Preston serves mm. for, for what was basically a ball strip. Yeah. you know, And, and I understand that this is a scourge. Like that t- type of tackle, and we're talking about the hip drop, is something that's that needs to come out. But it's also that they're, they're not all, all the same, no, are they? Right. Like, like it's, you know, it's hard to – they're very subjective. So I, I think that this crackdown will lead to that type of tackle – being eradicated and we're, we're going through a little bit of pain here, but it eventually it'll sort itself out and they'll find different ways to bring people to ground. Yeah, absolutely. I, my concern with players is they're losing their legs. Yep. The minute they lose their legs, you lose any battle. And the scattergun approach at the moment is as much as we don't agree with it, because you know, we see some people saying it's not the game that I grew up supporting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but the game always, always got to evolve and the game is always going to be about duty of care. And, and the way we can minimize that is a scattergun approach. Then let's sort it out and let's change the paradigm, the, the thinking of the players and the coaches, most notably the coaches. But as soon as a player lo- – you look at most of these ones that are hip drops, and I think 10 minutes is too long, yep. mind you, because it's not an intentional act, um, is when they lose their legs. They lose their legs. They take their legs off the ground and the whole gravity and weight just drops. Yep. And it just drops on whatever's underneath it. And unfortunately, when you lose your legs, you lose the tackle. If you keep your feet – you don't end up the bottom. People are saying it's not the game they grew up with. Well, uh, last week was a record. First time ever we've had five games over 20,000 in attendance. Mm. So the game's absolutely flying. one 300 one 1170